The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce is a business advocacy organization serving southeastern Berks, western Montgomery, and northern Chester counties, as well as the Route 422 corridor. Our office has been located in Pottstown for our entire 90-plus years in business since 1927. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Chamber Chat with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Did you ever wish you had friends for business benefits? Well, you do now with the Ben Exchange. Stop by their website today at benexchange.com. Remember the last time you called your bank and heard... Press 1 to wait for the next available representative. Press 2 to leave a voicemail. Now, listen to the difference at the Victory Bank. Hello, Victory Bank. Jennifer speaking. Real people. No voicemail. Everyone deserves a victory. The Victory Bank. We exist to help our clients fulfill their visions and dreams. Member FDIC. Hi, everybody. Welcome into this episode of the Chamber Chat Podcast from the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is Bill Vitiello. I am from the Victory Bank. And before we begin our interview portion, we do want to thank the Ben Exchange, your friends for business benefits. So I'm here. I feel like I feel like this is like old friends getting together. I say that so many times on the podcast, but I've known you for a number of years. Yes. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to welcome to the podcast Dave Zarnecki. Dave is from 215 Secure, Zarstar Security. So welcome. Thanks, Bill. Bill, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to be here. Uh, my first podcast, so it should be interesting. Yeah, this is another first. This is good. Yeah, we'll just roll with the punches. We're just having a conversation. Right. We'll roll with the punches here. So, all right. So, I again, I've known you for a long time. You have a pretty deep history in the security business. Uh, so, tell me, tell me how you got started in all this. After high school, got involved with the in, in the electronics business, and I met somebody in the security business. So, my first job real job I would say out of out of high school was uh, I was a quality control engineer for a semiconductor manufacturer and during that time I met a guy that was doing security systems and he basically said hey you know electronics why don't you help me out so that's where I started uh, 36 37 years ago wow in the business and uh, at that time learned how to fish wires you know something that I didn't know really much about Mm -hmm and um, did a lot of hardwired systems, and still do to date, um, more out of the installation part of the business. Um, have a lot of technicians that work for me that, that do installations. I'm doing most of the sales. Um, my partner does most of the day-to-day business operations. Mm-hmm. And then we have a sales team. And um, But it's been an interesting business. Uh, things are always changing. Sure. Um, technology. Um, but I have customers for... 36 years and some of the systems are 36 years old sure and it's and and over time you're upgrading that into you know new hardware new software probably because now a lot of people i'm sure are going wireless so everything has an app to it right (laughs) right so we do a lot of um a lot of commercial work that we're doing now is um apps on your phone instead of having a fob or uh, a card to get into the building or into your into your condo unit, for instance. Um, a lot of these buildings down here in King of Prussia we're doing where you can actually put the credentials on your phone. Hmm. So nobody forgets their phone. So you can get in. You can ma- I can make you twist the phone to get into the door. I can make you just have it in your pocket. So if you're carrying groceries, the door will pop open for you. Wow. So technology 
as you said, it's changing all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's changing. So, so let's let's just talk a little bit because we were talking a little bit before the podcast, and you're saying you still service some residential folks, but your main focus now is on commercial. So give give me a scope of some of the projects that you worked on without disclosing names. But so we square footage, types of yeah, buildings, so, that sort of thing. So we'll, we'll we'll start with the residential stuff. Residentially, we're still doing homes any size. Okay, it could be down to a trailer. Might somebody might have a car in a trailer that I connect to the house, and while the trailer's there, it's 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 armed. And when the trailer goes away, we basically short that out like the trailer's still there. Hmm. So we've done things from trailers we've um, we put alarm systems in to keep kids in the house you know <laughs> to I, keep your kids I, in the house right okay. so as they get older <laughs> sometimes that happens yeah um but we do typically the same type of thing for residential you can have apps to turn on your thermostat up and down let people in your door um, turn the alarm system on and off remotely um water detection uh co detection fire detection basically anything that you want to monitor, we can do off of your alarm system. Hmm. So that takes us into the commercial side, same thing. I might be monitoring a sewer plant, okay? And they just give me what they want to monitor and at you know, different levels and I, I can call them. So there's no alarm system actually, those sirens going off, it's a trouble signal, okay? It's something, something's in trouble. So for instance, uh, refrigerators and freezers for schools, um, Anybody that would have that, um, Dairy Queens, okay, would be mm-hmm. another company that would monitor. So before the cakes are melting out the freezer, I'm actually giving them a call and say, hey, your temperature's low. Wow. So okay. we have a 24-hour central station. Um, and then what we've also moved into is virtual guard, virtual concierge. So typically down in the Philadelphia area, you have a lot of door, door people that are monitoring those doors. So we can take that away and buzz you people, buzz UPS, buzz the tenants in, buzz visitors in all virtually and saves money on having somebody sitting there all day. Well, that's amazing. It's amazing how far technology has yeah. come. Like, So to your point, I was staying at a hotel recently and I was able to open my door via Bluetooth on the app. Right. I mean, I was like, this is great. I don't have to pull the card out of my pocket. Because like you said, I have my phone with me all the time. Right. So we're actually doing a hotel downtown right now that... That's how it's going to work. They're, not, they're going to check you in. You're going to be able to get into the front door. They're going to send you the credentials. And then when you come in, you'll check in. When you go into the room, it'll turn the Wi-Fi on, the lights on. So what we do is we control the temperature, saving that owner lots and lots of money because everybody leaves air conditioners on, sure. lights on, things like that. So we can control that better to, for cost savings. Mm-hmm. So we do a lot of work with property groups, people that own buildings. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter if it's an industrial building where we might just be doing uh, fire alarms and security. And typically, our top four things are fire, security, access, and cameras. Okay. Are typically what we're doing. So is it difficult to retrofit that kind of stuff or hook into the system? Or uh, obviously, it's much easier to build when it's being built. Right. right? So I'm a big fan of if you are going to build something future-proof, okay? So like if you think you're going to do a gate, Let's run some pipe out there, mm-hmm. okay, for future. Not that we can't do it after. It's just going to be more money. So if you're thinking about doing something, like, a lot of times I have two customers. I have the contractor that's building the building, and then I have the, the, the person that will own the building. So typically the fire alarm is like putting electric in. You have to put it in, 
okay, in a commercial building. Even residential building, you're putting fire protection in. But then what you would typically do is, you know, do you want access control? How, how are you going to control the access into your building? So if it's a multi-tenant building, you know, no more keys, fobs or cards or phone credentials. Um, there's thumbprints, eye readers, you know, there's all different types of way to get into the building. And then once you're in the building, how do you get into your unit? Hmm. You know, the same thing. The same credentials can get you into the perimeter Oops. of the building and also get you into the um, into your unit. And then from there, you can restrict access. So if it's a if you have employees and they work from um, you know Monday to Friday, well, their cards, their credentials would only work Monday to Friday, say six to six. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's commercial buildings that we open up at say eight a.m. and close at five p.m. And then we have a visitor call box where let the pizza guy in, let visitors in, um, maybe a doctor that has late appointments. That's how they would get into the building. So there's various ways you can get into the building. So we can basically press your name and it can also call your cell phone. Hmm. So you could be in Pottstown and let somebody in your building in Norristown. That's it. The technology blows me away. So do you feel like people are taking advantage of this technology? Or you feel like they're kind of hesitant maybe to introduce that technology what's what's been the on on the new on the new builds that we do we're doing a lot of access control to the so that there's no more keys i do see a lot of that the the fun stuff where you know to get into the gym to get into the laundry area to get into the package area is becoming more and more prevalent in these new builds Mm. okay i do see young people that we do a lot of work in Philly and King of Prussia area and South Jersey and even North Jersey where most of those newer builds are more technology driven. Some of the renovations we do, they'll go technology, but there's still a lot of standard, maybe this the yeah, the perimeter door is done and you can still do a keypad, mm-hmm. okay? You can still go, you can still use a key. There's even locks that I have that you can still actually use a key or your phone or your fob or card. So it just depends on, like I, like I tell people, I can, I can make your building or your house Fort Knox, but you probably don't want to see my bill, right. okay? So it's, it's based on technology and what type of technology you want to use. You know, you have a budget. So we basically build the system versus your budget, but we, we give you a shopping list of like, hey, this is the stuff that, that's out there. What, do you, what, what would fit your tenants? What would fit your building? What would right. fit your house? And I think what most people would appreciate, and, and folks, if you're listening, we're already 10 minutes in, and, and from a knowledge perspective, you know Dave knows the space. But I think it's just the fact that people can collaborate with you because if because they're not the subject matter experts, right? You know, they come, they come to you for that knowledge. So just to be able to talk about all those different options and kind of run through, okay, so when you pull your car up to the garage, tell me your next steps. Like, what does it look like? So you're going through step by step. So if there is a, you know, an option, if you want to do a, a Bluetooth thing right with your phone to open the door, then you do that and the lights come on and all that stuff. Right. That's all stuff that you have a conversation about. It's not just saying, Hey, here's our menu. And if they don't know what something is, they not going to subscribe to it or they're not even going to yeah. know how to use it. Right. So just the fact that they can collaborate with you. So the one big difference with us is we're not a, like a, what I call a cookie cutter company. It's not like, you know, you know, some people have pets, some people don't. Okay. Some people want to use the system just while they're away. Some people want to sleep with it and use it while they're away. 
Some people have young kids, some people have old kids. So there's various ways. So if you work to five o'clock and your son or daughter's getting off the school bus at 3.30, you can watch them come in the door, see if anybody's following them. You know, so all that technology is residentially and commercially. So, you know, if you have a cash business, I would recommend having cameras, mm-hmm. okay? If you, cameras are a management tool. Certain areas, they give you rebates to put cameras in your buildings and things like that. And you see things on, on the news a lot more with cameras than you did in the past. Sure. So it definitely does help stop somebody, but I would tell, tell you to uh, think about some type of security system to keep the person outside your house or your building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So you have some other information here um, on commercial properties that you wanted to share? Like I said a little bit earlier, we design access control systems, video type of systems. And what we can also do is if every time like Bill would run his card in the building, we could take a snapshot of that and we could go through a month worth of information, a year worth of information, and it'll show me a snapshot every time you ran your card. Wow. Okay. Okay. Some people need that information. You know, it depends on the level of security. Governmental buildings may be a little more secure. Pharmaceutical companies a little more secure than a typical warehouse. We can put tags on your car. So when you drive up to the gate, it opens up. Okay. <laughs> we put readers in high and low. So if it's a truck, they can get in. A car can get in. Okay. Um, we do a lot of stuff with cameras where we're integration it's, we're more of an integrator now where, where we were used to be 20 years ago, I used to be an alarm company, you know, and I'd stick an alarm system in your, in your building and maybe put some cameras in. Where now with access control, I'm integrating all those systems. So if something happens with, you know, with your card, you can bring your card, fob, whatever your credential is, and when you walk in, it'll shut the security system off, hmm. okay? Um, I can auto-arm your security system. So, like, if somebody forgot to arm it, I can auto arm that. So there's lots of little features where some some customers use them, some customers don't. And what we try to do is we look at your building and we treat it like it's like if this was my building, this is what I would do and give you options to build a customized system that works for you and maybe your neighbor is a little different. Yeah. And what what would you say to somebody? I mean, I know what you would say, but you're going to say it anyway. What would you say to somebody to be like, you know what, this is going to cost me way too much money? So what, so what I would do is, is I would, if it's a new build, I would definitely future-proof. Mm-hmm. So like, hey, if you want a camera at the corner of that building, it's going to be tough to do it later, so let's put a wire there. There is wireless, but any time we talk about wireless, it's going to take a battery. All right? So if you, can, if you can get power to that device, it's a lot better. Okay? But a lot of the new security devices are, are supervised, so it tells you when the battery goes low. So it's not like you have to replace it that day, but it's giving you a warning, okay? Mm-hmm. So the big difference is, you know, your car battery, one day you go out and the battery, you know, clicks and you're like, I need a battery. The nice thing about security systems and fire alarms and, and everything that we sell, it gives you that, hey, it's time to replace the battery. Yeah, kind of advanced notice. So it's, notice it's a full supervised system is what's yeah. nice. Yeah. And for the folks who, again, you know, may not think you have it in your budget, I, I, I almost think, like, how could you afford not to? In some instances, especially, you know, when you want to keep some information secure, you want to have a secure, a secure building, you know, how could you not put that into your budget to, you know, look at options? So typically, you know, there's sometimes there's required security measures that the company has to take. Um, 
We do a lot of security to keep people out of the server room, all right? Um, we do a lot of cloud-based stuff where we send that information, the video, the access control information to the cloud, and you can retrieve it, you know, just and, like and you had a server. Yeah. You know, so that so that that is getting more and more prevalent than having a server. But a lot of our customers still have that server room, so we, we restrict the access to that server room. Okay. You know. Okay. Uh, so we have a few more minutes uh, left yet. What else would you like to share? Um, I, if 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 you have any interest in in anything that we talked about, you know, it's a it's a free consultation. It doesn't cost you anything for us to come out. If you have a project that you need some budget numbers on, we do a lot of that. Where preliminary, you're going to build a building or you're going to do a renovation. Um, we come out and meet you on site, um, look at the plans with you. We have customers that, um, I said earlier, we do a lot of work with property groups. So a lot of times before they buy the building, I actually go out there and do due diligence with them of, hey, this is what, what, what we got. And most customers where they have multiple sites where they do pretty much the same thing on the building. So I can give them that. I can look at the fire alarm system that's in there. You know, we can give them a gauge of what it might take. Mm -hmm. Um, where, you know, they might be doing the same thing with the roofer. Hey, they bring a roofing guy out, check out the roof. You sure. know, so we're doing that due diligence in the building. Uh, we, we typically, you know, residentially, we come out to your home, discuss your different options. Um, so, you know, we can do that any time of the week. We even come out on weekends. So we try to make it convenient for, for the homeowner. Sure. Sure. Um, Building owners, um, you know, like we might quote a church, we might quote some type of community. So I usually tell them I'll see you in a couple of months, mm -hmm. you know, but we'll come back, visit with the boards, you know, because everybody has a different question, which is fine. Yeah. And we just, we want to let you know what you're going to buy. We also take over a lot of systems. So we, we compete very well against what we call the national companies without mentioning any names, but what we what we do very well is it's service. So my keypad's no more magical than the other guy's keypad, right? It's the service and the relationship that we have with our customers. What I have to what I have to do is I have to outservice my competition. You know, I give you a good monthly price. We can give you service plans. Uh, we have customers that we take over systems, and we even give you a service plan on the existing equipment. Hmm. So there's a lot of good good information that we can give you. Um, we try to give you where if you bought a service plan, now you know your annual cost for that system. You know, so you have that fixed cost. You know, same thing like an air conditioning guy would give you a fixed cost, a service plan. Mm -hmm. We could do the same thing, like a warranty on your car. Yeah, so th all this is worth a conversation with Dave and uh, 215 Secures, our star security. So, uh, Dave, how can they contact you? Um, you can uh, give me a call at our 800 number, which is 800-860-1042. Again, that number is 1-800-860-1042. You can contact us on our Facebook, Zarstar. We also have, um, you can contact through our, our website. We have a link there. You can, oh, an email will come right to us. Okay. If you go to zarstar.com. Okay. And we'll put all that contact information in the episode notes as well. So. Okay. Okay, great. Well, Dave, thanks for being on the Chamber Chat podcast today. We appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, it's your first time. And again, love first timers on the podcast. All it's right. great. How did I do for first time? Uh, you did awesome. All right. Thanks. You did awesome. <laughs>
All right, everybody, thanks for listening to the Chamber Chat Podcast. Once again, Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and we'd like to thank our sponsor, the Ben Exchange, your friends for business benefits. So until we connect again, all my best and bye for now. Thank you again for downloading this episode. If you would like to stay in touch with your Chamber of Commerce, please visit our website. That's tricountyareachamber.com. You can also follow us on social media, on LinkedIn. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and now Instagram. You can also pick up the phone and call us at 610-326-2900. A live person will pick up the phone. Once again, on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, please consider subscribing to this podcast. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. So again, subscribe to this podcast and also turn on notifications where you'll be notified of new episodes. The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, serving the greater Pottstown area, since 1927.